Hello, this is uh, StoogeCast 141, and that's, uh, you can divide that by three if you want, because if you add up uh, the digits, one, four, and one, you get six, and six is divisible by three, so that's how you know, it's, uh, it's a little math trick there. Go ahead, put in your calculator, 141 divided by three, and you'll get a... Uh, It'll it'll be divisible by three. It'll be forty-seven. Yeah, that's what the number would be. Forty-seven. All right. But anywho's, uh, yeah, big win for the Steelers. Beat the Texans, twenty-eight twenty-one. It was looking uh, looking kind of rough there in that first half, but. Adjustments were made, and uh, that's what good teams do. (laughs) That's so cliche. That's what the good teams do. They fixed it at halftime, and but I mean they did. Uh, You know, Deshaun Watson was killing us in the first half, but then in the second half couldn't do anything. He threw that interception in the fourth quarter. Clutch. That's what kind of changed the momentum there. It was still kind of up in the air, but that interception, I think the drive there at the end of the game, it was like 10 minutes or something, and he got a touchdown. Sort of gassed them and put it, put it all to bed. Five sacks. Got to dig that. I got to look up the box score. Um, but it it just seems uneasy. Like I don't know, this, the the team just looks uneasy. You know, like there's potential there. You see, great. Like I think um, offensively, a lot of weapons. Um, I think there's a lot of depth. It seems. Uh, you know, you get rid of the big ego guys, and then uh, I think. You know, guys like Claypool, Eric Ebron was a big signing. You get him in Vance. I mean, Ben was using a lot of tight ends, throwing to a lot of tight ends. He's thrown to like a bunch of different people, kind of like how, um, kind of like how Brady would do it in New England when they won those Super Bowls in the early 2000s. Brady's defenses on that team were super good, but Brady, Brady never had like Hall of Fame receivers. I mean, his best receiver was like Dion Branch. And like Troy Brown, and they were like, but they're great. Like they were great, like team players. You know, they were there when you needed to win. They're not Hall of Famers, but they were just great. They were winners. You know, and I mean, they were people that you could win with and depend on. So you know, that's different. Like you have tons of. I mean, you got on the list the wide receivers, great, amazing wide receivers, best in the league. Randy Moss, T.O. A.B. Never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and it's just that's why Jerry Rice is the greatest wide receiver of all time. Not only just the best statistically, but also a winner. But it also helps when Steve Young and Joe Montana are throwing you the football. But regardless, I mean, he's still the best. Like, you know. Let me get this box score. Oh boy. 
And now the Steelers play the uh, play the Titans. I believe uh, it's in Tennessee. I believe. I have to check that. But um, that's going to be a good game. And uh, you know, the Steelers usually play good teams very well. They prepare for those games. Those are close games. Or the Steelers sometimes will play like a good team and just punch them right in the face and you're just like, and the Enzers are going crazy. They're like, oh yeah, Super Bowl. Like I remember that during, um, it had to have been two years ago. There was like a Carolina game and it was around like October or like November and like the Steelers were, I think we played the Panthers on like Thursday Night Football or something and the score was like 50, 50 something to like, 20 or something ridiculous been through like four times Every, everything was clicking and you were just like oh my god we're going to the it's just I think the team was like nine I think the team was like eight and two and one at that point or something and then they lost like you know what I mean so I want you can't one game at a time but when you start out three and oh that's pretty good and the last time the Steelers were three and oh was in 2010 that year went to the Super Bowl not saying it's gonna happen but you know, it's out there. It's definitely like a league in transition, you know. Over the past few years, you see guys like Peyton Manning, you know, retire. Now Tom Brady, he switched over. Big Ben's kind of like, it's like Big Ben, Phillip Rivers are like the last of just those, you know, quarterbacks drafted in the early two. Peyton, well, Peyton Manning was drafted like 1998. <laughs> but Phillip Rivers, again, Phillip Rivers not a winner. Uh, doesn't have the gene of winning. And uh, but Big Ben, you know, you want to get that three. I posted, like, a photo of Big Ben on my Instagram, and it was from, like, 2005, and he was just wearing these ridiculous jeans. He looked so stupid, and it was just, like, the camera was on the ground looking up at him, and he just had his hands spread out with the foot. Fo- I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's one of the funniest photos I've ever seen. He's such a douche. But he's our douche. He's Pittsburgh's douchebag. Um, but yeah, back to the Houston game. They uh, Watson was killing us in the first half. Not gonna lie. But you know, cool. You know, Houston couldn't score in the second half. Couldn't put anything together, and the Steelers came away. And uh, that's what good teams do. You know, find a way to win. Big Ben, two TDs, no picks. I saw some of those throws Ben was uh, doing earlier in the game. He don't care. He wants to go deep. I've seen him th- he threw like three or four balls deep. They miss, but it's just like he's like something. Stretch the field. Like, fuck it. Let's <laughs> let's just do it. And, um, you know, you kind of like uh, you like the confidence there of going for it. I think Claypool's going to be pretty good. I know he dropped. I think it was like a tough catch. He he could have made, but didn't. But he was like sh- trying to like catch. It, it was like a heart. Like none of us would have caught that. But like, you know, just uh, just a good all around game. Here I got the stats right here. Yeah, you got Ebron. 
five catches, 52 yards, a touchdown. Juju, four catches, 43 yards, a touchdown. James Conner, four catches for 40 yards. James Washington, five catches, 36 yards. Vance McDonald, three catches. Claypool, one catch, 24 yards. I mean, Big Ben's spreading the ball out to five or six guys. I think that's just how the offense is going to run. I mean, first of all, running-wise... 169 rushing yards. Can't beat that. Especially in today's NFL. Can't beat that. Connor, he had a big big run late. Um, yeah, 18 carries, 109 yards. 6.1 yards carried, a touchdown. And this guy, Anthony McFarlane Jr., shows up. 6 carries, 42 yards, 7 yards a carry. Benny Snell, not a good... But it's just overall, like... You know, to be able to run the ball thirty to be able to run the ball thirty eight times and then pass it thirty six that just shows like a dominance there. What did they have on like time of possession? That sounds like they had the ball a lot Steelers had the ball a lot. A lot in that game. Like total offensive plays. Like the Steelers got off with Steelers did seventy had seventy four plays 38 rushing attempts and 36 pass attempts whereas houston only had 42 they had 15 rushes couldn't run the ball at all 15 carries 29 yards and then 27 pass attempts but watson was sacked five times he threw an interception and the sacks bud dupree sack and a half devin bush half a sack tj watt sack Stephon Tuitt, sack. Vince Williams, sack. Mike Hilton, eight tackles. Mike Hilton went hard. Mike Hilton had eight tackles and an interception. Big game. Big game. I mean, the Titans, man, you know, you move on to this week. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough game. Although the Steelers have won the last two meetups with the Titans. They won 27-24 to 24 in 2014. And then they won 40-17 uh, to 17 in 2017 on a Thursday night game. But the Titans, man, they got that running back. Derrick Henry, I believe. But, um... Mike Vrabel as coach, man, I think he's going to be pretty good. You know, he's just like, he's a Belichick guy. He used to be a Steeler, but he was a Belichick guy. He's a linebacker. And, like, Vrabel was just one of those guys that could do anything they asked him to do. He'd play outside linebacker. And, they, uh, you know, if they needed him to get sacks, he'd get sacks. Needed you to stop the run, stop the run. Needed you to... Drop back to cover. He could cover. Needs you to be tight end at the goal line. He did that. Like you know what I mean? Winners, people that win. Not Hall of Famers. Mike Vrabel's not a Hall of Fame guy. Be you know a couple Pro Bowl. He's like a he's a guy you want on your team. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Titans defense kind of shaky. They allow around twenty four point seven points a game. They're three and zero. They're three and zero. But like, they've all been close wins. 
Yeah, like the first game, they won 16-14 against the Broncos, who the Steelers beat. Second game, 33-30, only won that by three. Third game, 31-30. So the Titans are they're winning, but barely. And so they play the Steelers on their turf. I wonder what the spread will be. It might be pretty close. I don't know who you favor in that game. Probably the home team. Ryan Tanhill, not a winner. All right. But he's had some good stats. Six touchdowns, only one interception. He's played solid. Derrick Henry, dude's a beast. But only 3.9 yards a carry. But it's still averaging 100, 100 yards a game. But still, 3.9 yards a carry. Huge back, though. Would not want to play against him. Um, on defense, they're all right so far. They had four sacks defensively. Steers have like 15 or 16. I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's going to be a good game. But they have four picks, though, so watch out for that secondary. It could, you know, Ben's known for making a dumb throw here and there. He likes to he likes to gunsling on occasion. But I don't know. I think, again, this is going to be a close game. And, uh, but Tom, the teams have a, reputation for going to for beating the good teams it's the bad teams you play down to that have been the struggle where it's you drop a game or two and that takes you from being a high seed to you know being a uh, three or four seed or missing the playoffs something like that I think Steelers go down there I don't know I think they win because Tennessee's defense hasn't been all that great neither I mean, they've allowed 498 rushing yards in three games. Their run defense sucks. So if you can run the ball on them, get a play action going, get the ball to Juju, Ebron, Claypool, just kind of go down the field on them, and then you just pressure Tanhill, who's just a traditional like drop-back-to-pass quarterback. You know, he can't move, right? Tannehill is in the West. See, Ryan Tannehill, like, a guy like that don't scare me. There's so many quarterbacks that are just stat monkeys. Like, Matt Stafford, the ultimate. He's never, Matt Stafford, never won anything. Phillip Rivers, there was a time when the Chargers were good. Like, there's a four or five year window. Blew it. Uh, probably count with Matt Ryan. Like, there's just so many quarterbacks that are just stat monkeys. They're not winners. And it, that's just what the NFL is now. It's you know it's becoming like just the norm for a quarterback to throw thirty touchdowns. But did you win anything? The answer to that many times is no. No, you didn't. But um, there's no Patrick Mahomes. That's for sure. Ugh. How long did these go, man? Has it only been 10 minutes? 15. Okay. We'll do like 25.
I've been getting on the, uh, we're drinking some alkaline water with electrolytes. And it's to restore and hydrate. Purified water with electrolytes added for great taste with a pH level of 9.5, whatever the heck that's supposed to mean. Mm. Yeah, there's alkaline water. And dude, I can't stop listening to that Post Malone song. It's one called Tommy Lee. It's so catchy. You know? I don't even know what anybody's saying in the song. It's just like that old Chris Rock bit. If the beat's all right, I'm going to dance all night. (laughs) It's just, it's good. You know? It's got a hook. You get addicted to it. Music videos. Cool. Post Malone. Remember when he just had that one thing, White Iverson? We all were kind of trashing him. Like, look, we all did. We Everybody did. You don't act like you didn't. You heard White Iverson, you're like, yeah, this is a good song. But then you're like, this guy's a one-hit wonder, you know? And, like, then, like, I think, like, a year or two later, what, Congratulations dropped? And that's when it was like, oh, shit, he's here. He's going to be here. Yeah, that was like a big single when that came out. And then it's like, oh, you made another one. Yeah. It was like a podcast of him on Joe Rogan. I was like listening to it. It was like they were just high on shrooms. And it was pretty much a conversation high on shrooms. Like you think what you're talking about is interesting. But when you're sober listening to it, it's awful. (laughs) But uh, I guess that was just the point. Post Malone. I wonder if who contacted who. Post Malone was probably like, yo, Joe Rogan, can I come on? And then Joe Rogan's like, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> it's Post Malone. And so, you know, you make up time and he shows up. And you just shoot the shit. Post Malone's been around for what? Like five years? Because White Iverson came out in 2015. That was like his first single on SoundCloud, whatever. And, uh... He's kind of taking the mantle away from Eminem. Eminem just looks bad now. I haven't listened to like any new Eminem like at all. I just go back to like you just go back to the old stuff till I collapse, man. Real slim shady. And then like recovery when that came out that had a bunch of hit singles. And then because like relapse when relapse came out that wasn't as big. I don't think it was as big of a comeback as Eminem hoped for. But then, like, Recovery, he had, like, Not Afraid. And then he had that song with Rihanna. So that was, like, that was smart of him to do. You get Eminem and Rihanna on a track, it's going number one. Know what I mean? All right, that's enough music chat. Back to sports. Uh... Yeah, um, I don't know, that's why they play the game. You know, we don't know until it happens. That's why they play the game. What's the over-under so far? I don't even know what a lot of this means. Week four. Tennessee currently are two-point favorites, right? Because they have the minus two. So 
So if they have minus two, they're two-point favorites because obviously they're the home team. So I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. It's going to be a close game. But, um... Dude, the gambling and the betting is, like, out of this world, man. I know so many people that do it. And it just... (laughs) Friend of the podcast, Keegan, was saying how it's just... Yeah, dude, it just makes you care about the game more, honestly. You put a bet on a game, it it gets you into it. When you have, like, no money on it, you you kind of give a shit, unless it's your hometown team. But when you bet on something, you know, it's like you got money behind it. You know, you want to win, beat the spread or whatever. Alkaline water. Who sets the spread? You know? Who sets that? Who determines what that is? Oh, Tampa Bay Lightning beat Dallas Stars to win Stanley Cup title for the first time in 2004. Who watched that? Nobody. All right, next issue. Uh, Let's check emails. You can just tell by the sound of my voice that this episode sucks. Maybe it was good. Who knows? We covered a lot. We covered music. We covered uh, football. We covered hockey for a bit and said nobody really watched it. Um, Emails, baby. You think there'll be one? You think there'll be an email? Let's find out together. I'm not interested. Hey, did you register to vote? Nope, no emails. No emails. And I think, uh, I think that's it. Keys to the game. All right, I'm going to give out keys to the game because they always do that on like CBS and stuff. Keys to the game for the Steelers. Uh, pressure Tanhill. Get to him. Sack him. Hit him hard. Uh, stop Derrick Henry. So get to Tannehill, stop Derrick Henry, and, uh, you know, have, uh, and then Ben, Ben, Ben's got to not make a dumb throw. Those are the three keys to the game for the Steelers. Just keep getting to Tannehill, stop Derrick Henry, and that Titans defense gets picks, and Big Ben... Hall of Famer, all-time great, but is known for its interceptions here and there. So just don't have a game where you throw two, three picks because you want to, like, you know, got to be aware. Those are the three keys to the game. Steelers-Titans, two points. What do you, like, how how do they, that's the spread. Tennessee, I... What does it mean to cover? I wish I had somebody else here, but nobody's here right now for me to ask. Like, what does it mean to cover? It's like covering the spread, like going over that, right? The two point margin or something. I guess. I don't know. We'll find out what that means. I remember somebody telling me, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But I think the cover is to like. If you're, it depends on the team, right? Because it's like, 
<laughs> Why don't I know anything about gambling? I guess that's a good thing. Because you don't develop, like, a, an addiction to it. No. But if I had to bet, I'd bet Steelers every time, baby. And I'd coach them. Right? You could do that. You could coach the team, play on the team, and gamble. Right? That doesn't compromise anything, does it? Like a Pete Rose situation. I think covering the spread is you uh covering the spread is like if it's plus two what the Steelers score like more than two they win by more than two is that what covering the spread is or covering the spread is like the Steelers could lose but it'd be like a point so, I believe if the game ends, though, and Tennessee wins by two, I think don't a lot of people lose money because that's, like, where the line is. So, if Tennessee wins by two, a lot of people lose money. You're, people are betting that it'll be, you know, more or less than that. They, yeah, that's what they want to do, the bookies. We'll figure this out. I'll get, I'll get up to date on the gambling terms, hopefully, next episode. That's the podcast for the week. Um... Email stoochcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, what have you, what have not. Um, yeah, I hope it's a good week. Enjoy.